Thank you for downloading from the Great Commission Society. Support for this podcast comes from your generous gifts and donations. You can find out more about our global ministry and team at www.greatcommissionsociety.com. In 1927, in West Africa, a blood specimen was taken from a native man named Asibi, who was sick with yellow fever. A vaccine was made from the original strain of virus obtained from this man. In fact, all the vaccine manufactured since 1927 by the Rockefeller Foundation and health agencies derives from the original strain of virus obtained from this one man. Carried down to the present day from one laboratory to another, through repeated cultures and by enormous multiplication, it has offered immunity to yellow fever to millions of people in many countries. Through the creative imagination of science, the blood of this one man in West Africa has been made available to serve the whole human race. In another more important way, the blood of another man has been made to serve the human race. We read in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 that in Christ we have redemption through his blood. We live in a world plagued by fear. People worrying about illness, income, employment and the future. The coronavirus outbreak means that life is changing for all of us for a while, which will cause people to feel anxious, depressed or frustrated. Yet fears crept into our hearts long before we ever heard about COVID-19. Hello and welcome to our GCS podcast with author and evangelist Tony Anthony. Are you worried about the coronavirus and the effect it may have on your life? There's so much uncertainty in the world at the moment. It's easy to feel overwhelmed by fear and anxiety. What can we do to get through this difficult time without panicking? Is faith a viable answer? And what does that mean? Let's join Tony as he looks at the life of King David and how he overcame fear and anxiety when faced with a crisis. David wrote Psalm 56 when he was seized by the Philistines while running from Saul's army. David thought he might find refuge there if the Philistines had forgotten who he was. But some servants of the king soon said, Isn't this David, the king of the land? Isn't he the one they sing about in their dances? So they seized him. David, running for his life from one murderer with an army of soldiers, now runs into the arms of another jealous and dangerous enemy. You see, David had every reason to fear. Now listen to the words of Psalm 56. Be merciful to me, my God, for my enemies are in hot pursuit. All day long they press their attack. My adversaries pursue me all day long. In their pride, many are attacking me. When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust and I'm not afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? All day long they twist my words, all their schemes are for my my ruin. They conspire, they lurk, they watch my steps, hoping to take my life. Because of their wickedness, do not let them escape. In your anger, God, bring the nations down. Record my misery, list my tears on your scroll. Are they not in your record? Then my enemies will turn back when I call for help. By this I will know that God is for me. In God, whose word I praise, in the Lord, whose word I praise, in God I trust and am not afraid. What can man do to me? I am under vows to you, my God. I'll present my thank offerings to you. For you have delivered me from death and my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before God in the light of life. 
He lived each day wondering, not just if he might die that day, but if today might be the day somebody would kill him. Yet more than once in the psalm, he says, in God I trust and I'm not afraid. How can he say that when he's on the run and in captivity? We do live in a world, don't we, that's plagued by fear. People worrying about illness, income, employment and the future. The coronavirus outbreak means that life is changing for all of us for a while. It may cause you to feel anxious, depressed or frustrated. Yet fears crept into our hearts long before we ever heard about COVID-19. And what you fear most may be exactly where Satan is targeting you most. He preys on insecurity, anxiety and distress. He always tries to persuade us that God is powerless, indifferent or distant. In Psalm 13 verse 1, we even hear King David, a man after God's own heart, ask, How long, O Lord? Will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? But remember, God is not powerless. His power is immeasurably great. God is not indifferent towards you. He cares for you as a father for his child. And God is not distant. He is near to all who call on him. But despite this, God so often feels so far away from us in trials. And very often that's because many of us have applied social distancing with God, where people rarely pray to him. People rarely read our Bibles. People rarely put faith into action. And then we wonder, well, where is he now? You see, David was able to face those horrifying trials because he knew where to turn to in those horrifying trials. He said in verse 3, When I'm afraid, I will put my trust in you, in God whose word I praise, in God I trust, and I'm not afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Four powerful points. Firstly, he acknowledges that the danger is real. Second, he does not deny being afraid. Third, he puts his trust in God. Fourth, God cast away all his fears. When David put his trust in God, he put his trust, even his praise in God's word. He didn't pray vague prayers of hope, but anchored his prayer and longing and fear in specific promises of God. When I'm afraid, I cling to you in, my, in your word. Instead of dwelling on the terrifying mountains in front of me, I set my mind to what you have said to those who love you. Suddenly the threats no longer seem threatening because they're being drowned out by a louder voice, the voice of God. And this is what it's like for those who place their trust in the Lord. Because our lives are in the hands of an all-wise, all-loving, all-powerful Heavenly Father, we can now face any difficult situation, not just with confidence, but with a holy confidence. The early church father, Ioannis Chrysostomos, the Archbishop of Constantinople, a gifted 4th century preacher, was once exiled from the position which he held as the greatest preacher of his age. This noble man refused to be intimidated. He said, and I quote, What can I fear? Would it be death? But you know that Christ is my life, and that I shall gain by death. Would it be exile? But the earth and all its fullness are the Lord's. Will it be loss of wealth? But we brought nothing into this world and can carry nothing out. Thus all the terrors of the world are contemptible in my eyes, and I smile at all its good things. Poverty I do not fear, riches I do not sigh for, and from death I do not shrink. 
Isn't that powerful? And this same testimony can be ours with God as our Father, Christ as our Saviour, and the Holy Spirit as our guide. We can face every situation with perfect confidence in the one who conquers fear. When fears come, and they will come, you can know where to turn. You can know the voice of God that instills a peace that surpasses all understanding. Don't we read in John 16 verse 33, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. And for those who put their faith in him, well, we read in 1 John chapter 5 verses 4 to 5, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. And so, friends, alongside David, we can also say, I shall not be afraid. Indeed, faith in God is the ultimate antidote for fear. We hope you enjoyed the message. Please subscribe and leave a rating and review to help others find our podcast. At GCS, our mission is to communicate the gospel message relevantly to every person in the world. One way we do this is by providing practical resources to help you grow in your faith and present the Christian faith across different cultures. You can find out more about our resources at www.greatcommissionsociety.com If you would like to donate to our efforts, be sure to contact us or you can donate online. GCS is a listener-supported ministry and is chaired by a board of directors in Edinburgh, UK.